Hey friends, I'm so excited to be finally launching this podcast project in partnership with Christian Schools International. I've been learning a ton and having all kinds of wonderful conversations with some terrific people over the past six months, and I can't wait to start sharing them with you. At the same time, I know there are also all kinds of other emotions in play right now as we stand on the brink of a very unusual school year. As a Christian school teacher, I'm feeling it right now, and I'm guessing you are too. A good friend of mine is a Christian school principal, and he was recently describing to me just how incredibly stressful it's been as an administrator trying to prepare for a largely unknown future. A few days ago, I was watching the news, and there was this segment about schools opening and all the chaos surrounding the various decisions that that still need to be made. And this report outlined serious challenges to pretty much every option, whether it's in person or virtual or blended. And I could just feel my blood pressure rising, thinking, ah, what's going to happen? And at the end of the report, the news anchor, sounding just totally exasperated, said, what are they, students, going to learn this year? As if there just wasn't much hope for education in the fall. What are they going to learn this year? But you know what? I've been thinking about that question and reflecting on some of my own experiences as a student in Christian school. When I think back over my education, more than a few examples come to mind of important things I learned in the midst of darkness and chaos. I remember a classmate in the fourth grade battling cancer, and I remember our teacher, Mrs. Floria, going over to her house every single week to deliver notes, Uh, schoolwork, and, and, and just to visit and pray with her. I remember one time opening my eyes when Mrs. Floria was praying for this student, and I saw tears just streaming down her face. And honestly, my teacher's care and commitment didn't really stand out in my mind as special or unique at that time. It was just normal. I was learning implicitly that that's what a Christian community is, and that's how we care for one another. I was in middle school on September 11, 2001, when the planes crashed into the World Trade Center towers. We carted in one of those big box TVs and watched the news. And I just remember being afraid, having no idea what this meant or what was going to happen next. And in the middle of all kinds of questions and speculation, my teacher muted the TV and read to us Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. And of course, that that didn't answer any of the questions we had or resolve the fear or confusion. But you know what it did do? It put that moment in a larger context, in the context of a God who is present and of a shepherd king who sits on the throne and whose kingdom is bursting forth into this world like a river in the wilderness. I remember being in high school when a teacher died tragically in a car accident. We gathered in the gym to cry and to pray, and another teacher went up front and recited words that I didn't know at the time, I I don't think I'd ever heard before, but it was the Heidelberg Catechism. What is your only comfort in life and in death? That I am not my own, but belong body and soul in life and in death to my faithful Savior, Jesus Christ. Certainly, I don't mean to minimize hard things or tragedy, 
but I really believe my education would have been incomplete without these trying times because it was then that I saw most clearly what it meant to be a Christian community. And I learned the unique value of Christian education maybe most powerfully in those times. So we're in the middle of a pandemic, come to find out, if you haven't noticed. And navigating school is incredibly confusing. What are they going to learn this year? If I could peek into the future to hear what Christian school students learned in 2020, that crazy, unpredictable year, my hope is that they'll say something like this. I learned how to be patient, generous, and flexible as I saw teachers, parents, and administrators being patient, generous, and flexible with one another. I learned the power of lament when good things are lost and missed out on. I learned the sustenance that comes from hope in a God who makes all things new. I learned how to respond to the stress of not knowing in healthy, God-honoring ways. As I saw school leaders articulate their emotions honestly, offer themselves to God's wisdom humbly, and make difficult decisions faithfully. I learned the value of human interaction as we struggled through new ways of being together. I learned resilience. I learned, along with my teachers, how to communicate using new mediums, how to think outside the box, and how to be creative with new limitations. I learned a kind of peace that is not dependent on controlling my circumstances or knowing what's ahead. I learned to expect joy to show up in unexpected times and places. Because Jesus is the Lord of life, the inventor of laughter, and he delights in surprising his children. I learned that we're capable of more than we thought or expected when my teachers were stressed and anxious, but continued to look us in the eyes, answer emails thoughtfully, and be present with us in every capacity. I learned the secret of contentment. I learned that the unity we have because of Jesus is greater than anything and everything else that divides us. I learned the love of God because even when my teachers didn't have all the answers, they consistently communicated that I mattered to them and that we were doing this together. I learned that faith isn't just checking some intellectual boxes, but it's about devotion and allegiance to Jesus Christ. It's about participation in his kingdom. I learned that God doesn't always give us the answers, but he always gives us himself. I learned empathy. I learned what it looks like to pray for those who are suffering, as if you were suffering with them. I learned to attend to the needs of others. I learned that the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness will never, no way, no how, overcome it. When I think about the potential this year holds, the work that's ahead of us seems well worth the investment. So what do you say? I really believe that there's no one more up to the challenges ahead than Christian school communities. I've seen their resilience and I've experienced their faithfulness. And whatever this year holds, I'm looking forward to walking it with you. Hey, before we go, I want to give you a little taste of what's ahead on the show this fall. Each episode contributes something unique to deepen conversation in Christian school communities. Specifically, we're focusing on wonder to inspire curiosity. We went to Sagatuck Dunes and collected magnetic sand, sand that comes onto magnets and connects into them. The answer to the question, what makes things funny, 
is actually surprisingly simple. The imagination as the back door by which the Holy Spirit works, that animates everything I do. How do you portray the sinless, perfect Son of God? <laughs> it's, a, it's kind of a question that you wrestle with as uh, not just an actor, but as, as a Christian, it becomes even more daunting at times. For me, it begins and ends with prayer. Wisdom to further engagement. There was so much about justice and righteousness, I mean, right from the beginning, woven throughout the book. And I can vividly remember sitting and saying, I have never heard about justice from a Christian perspective. And yet here it was such a profound theme for Isaiah. And what struck me was that it seemed in his understanding to be so deeply connected to who God is. We justify our speed on the basis of having to get things done. And I believe the speed at which we live is sacrificing our relationships. The Bible is a profound and very beautiful book that's telling one complete story from beginning to end. The best Christian school teachers have never, ever thought it was just about communicating ideas. They are teaching the whole person. And I think it, the more we can become intentional about that, the richer our graduates will be and better, better ambassadors of the coming kingdom. And when God speaks to people about the dignity of their humanity because they're created in the image of God, it's not only good news to them, but it's good news to all of us. And worship, though that word might mean more than we first think. Nothing lights up the brain like play. A young couple who we rent out a basement apartment to said, oh, do you want to go sledding? And I, I can tell you, before writing The Gift of Wonder, I would have said, no, this is a kid's thing. This is not for me. I mean, I'd never been sledding in my life. And so this was the most incredible experience. We actually pitched our dog to the sled. And she was as delighted as I was. It's a long time since I've had so much fun. <laughs> I hope you don't have a chihuahua. You see, a wholehearted person is a person who is anchored and rooted in a sense of their deep identity in Christ. I often talk about it as the experience of oneness and worthiness in Christ. And so we're not looking to get our worthiness from some other substitute. When that student walked through the door, instead of seeing all the labels that she'd been assigned and all the issues that she carried, I honestly saw this beautiful young girl. And so it was out of the overflow of that intimacy I was developing with the Lord that I was able to say, oh my goodness, look at you, you look beautiful today. I just don't think we can ever underestimate the way we grow the kingdom first by growing deep roots with Jesus. Make sure you click to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode. You can also follow Lighting a Fire on Facebook or Instagram. And if you have ideas for people you'd love to hear as guests on the show or have stories to share about cool things happening in your school community, please email me at bruss, B-R-U-S-S, -S, at hollandchristian.org. I'm Bryant Russ, and in partnership with CSI, this is Lighting a Fire.